0: Hello and welcome to Swiftly Spoken, a fan-made Taylor Swift podcast in which we analyse her artistry including her lyricism, music videos and full album retrospectives. As always we are your hosts Cameron and Lisa and in this episode we're going to be ranking all of Taylor Swift's official remixes on a tier list. So in the wake of the recent Joker and the Queen remix and its success in the UK after recently just going number one, we thought that it'd be a good idea to go through some of the remixes from each era in a random order and rank them on a tier list. So the tier list ranges from S tier, which is best, and F tier, which is worse. And of course, these are just our opinions. But if you'd like to let us know yours, please comment down below or comment over on our Instagram at Swiftly Spoken Podcast.
1: As this episode is more of a visual one, we do recommend going to watch it over on our YouTube channel, which is Swiftly. Be spoken podcast, but for audio only listeners, don't worry because we will be describing everything in detail. As an example of another video that we did ranking things, uh, we recommend you go and watch our Look What You Made Me Do ranking Taylor Swift outfits in that video that we did back last Halloween. We're going to be following the same pattern where we basically uh, put the tier list on screen and go drag in and drop in each of the choices into their grade. Also, if you would also like to rank these remixes, then make sure that you click the link on our Instagram bio as we will be linking the tier list in our link tree. Finally, and just as a disclaimer, for the purposes of this episode, we're going to be including the official remixes and some alternate versions only. We won't be including radio, pop or country, acoustic, or live versions, as well as international versions of songs because they're all very similar. Moreover, if we were to add all of these different alternate versions, then the episode would just be hours long. So we're going to be sticking to what we're calling the official remixes. However, if we have missed any, please let us know.
0: So the first remix we're going to do is the Christmas Tree Farm old timely version that is available on Amazon Music. OK, so what's your opinion on this one then? How do you I think we've discussed it in a previous episode, but um, just to, as a reminder, what? Um, how do you feel about this remix?
1: Remix we spoke about last December uh, because Taylor seems to release Christmas Tree Farm's alternate versions or remixes or live versions every year since its release. But I really, really enjoyed this one. It has this big orchestra, so it's laid back. But it's not like stripped back or acoustic.
0: I quite like that kind of feel. That yeah, it's it's laid back in comparison, but not totally stripped.
1: I think it makes it much more of a, a classic.
0: Feel like yeah, it has that kind of um, Frank Sinatra Christmas vibe to it.
1: So I really enjoyed this. I definitely rank it up on a higher tier. How are you feeling?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling, in in comparison to the original, the original I prefer, Yes, but in terms of Taylor Swift remixes, I do think it is a good one. So I'm thinking maybe B or A, the original is still the kind of, in my opinion, better version, but as a remix, I think that it stands really strong. So yeah, I think B is a good place for this one.
1: Next up, we have Bad Blood remix, which is obviously a remix that doesn't just change the sound, but also adds a collaborator. So some of these remixes are like that. They will add someone new. And the important thing I think for me with these remixes with new collaborators is to see if what these collaborators have added to the song really makes a difference or if it makes it just like a little bit worse, which we'll, I think we'll see as, as we go along. With Bad Blood, I absolutely love what Kendrick brought to me the song. Me too
0: me too i think that yeah the the entire arrangement and it just kind of made the song feel like when you listen to the original in comparison it feels slightly like empty like the verses just don't kind of hit and then the choruses aren't as like distinct in comparison when it first came out it felt really cool but when we got the kind of kendrick lamar remix it was like no like this is such a like cooler kind of more full just more kind of energy to it i think and it's interesting because when taylor has kind of performed it off for of the 1989 world tour and even on the reputation stadium tour she's kind of used the kendrick lamar remix like backing track almost yeah in comparison the to the original no. yeah i i do think that it is just unlike christmas tree farm where the original definitely out trumps the amazon exclusive version i think that bad blood kendrick lamar is so like just like knocks the original out of the park
1: I agree, definitely. I I do agree with Bad Blood and its remix. I read a post once, ages ago, which was like, if you feel hurt, then you can listen to Bad Blood, the original mix. But if you feel like vengeful and like spiteful, you can listen to the remix.
0: Yeah, that's how that's I, how I that, see them. Yeah,
1: yeah, that captures the the essence of both of them. I
0: think the added Kendrick Lamar kind of verses, and then his little bit in the bridge, kind of do add that more kind of slightly vengeful feel. It is a shame because hmm. I do think that the Verses on Taylor's 1989 album version. It is a shame when I first listened to this remix back in the day when it was released i felt like oh i really want those verses because i do quite like them but that is interesting because kendrick does add such a different kind of vibe to the this remix and then it just works perfectly for the music video bad blood release and promotion was just so i I don't know i just think this whole this is one of the only remixes that has kind of been really
1: promoted yeah yeah
0: yeah to like an extreme level and i think that's why it did so well so i think Mm -hmm. that this should be an s tier right at the top
1: i agree with you i was playing between a and s but i agree with s because that bridge with that you forgive you forget but you never let it go amazing it just bumps it right up to S. yeah just, just with that alone so yeah and definitely.
0: just the excitement of like the lead up to the music video and all of the all of taylor's friends that were going to be in it the remix being so good in itself it deserves i think S yes, definitely yeah okay so the next remix is the delicate seb remix Now, I absolutely, I don't know why, but I absolutely love this remix. I think that the thing I like about remixes is when the song is changed. So it's different from the original, but not in a kind of horrid production way. Like the thing I sometimes find with remixes, is they just kind of shove a bit more of a beat and play around with vocals a bit. But I like it when... It's different, like, you know, the, the reason you want to listen to remixes is because it's different to the original, because right. if it's not that different, you just listen to the original. And I absolutely love what Seb did to this, the, the way that the chorus is, do the girls back home touch you like I do? And it's just it yeah. gives Delicate so much more of a kind of a t- totally different feel. And I I think some people probably have a go at me for saying this, but I actually listened to this version over the standard Delicate. Oh gosh. <laughs> I absolutely love this version. Like I just think it's so cool. don't know, I just I've always been absolutely obsessed with this remix and it's probably one of my favorite remixes
1: of all time. It has the quality that a lot of good remixes have which again we've discussed with both the old timey version of uh, Christmas Tree Farm and Bad Blood which it kind of shift the vibe of the song like the feelings that a brought across with the song so with Delicate the original version it's much more of like viety like isn't it yeah vulnerable yeah vulnerable yeah yeah whereas this one is more like do they do the girls back home you know touching like I do it's much more sassy it's much I I really enjoy it because of that as well and I think it is a superior Delicate remix that's for sure
0: I definitely get to that
1: but yeah yeah there's more confidence in it and I do appreciate it because of that however I will listen to Delicate original over this, yeah I do, Del- I do listen to Delicate
0: I do listen <laughs> to Delicate yeah, yeah. original but something about this one I don't know is always just I've always been so I would rank it as an S remix
1: yeah I know you would <laughs> um I think for now I'd prefer if we go to a, a okay but I definitely think that it's an amazing remix Next up, we have the other Delicate remix, which is a remix by Ryan Tedder and Sorry. I just don't think it added as much as the other one. Like, it's very forgettable.
0: It is very forgettable. It just kind of adds a bit more of a kind of base behind the original, which I Mm -hmm. think is a shame because obviously Taylor's worked with Ryan Tedder before. And he kind of, you know, is a great producer and songwriter and music creator. So I think that in, in comparison to the Seb remix, which totally alters the song, gives it a new, different life, changes up the chorus. This one just doesn't do anything and like I said and that's when a remix personally in my opinion I feel like it just doesn't re- it kind of is a it's bit lackluster really
1: yeah. yeah
0: it just feels like oh I could go on YouTube and some fan could have added a bit more of a beat to the delicate you know what I mean it just doesn't mm. I'm not like oh wow this is altered the way that I can listen to delicate so yeah I feel it's not bad like in comparison to no. some of the other remixes that we're going yeah, to be discussing
1: yeah there's some there's some that definitely Definitely are, are much worse. But yeah. I guess the only thing it's useful for is if you want to listen to a slower song or, um, you know, more stripped back song like Delicate with a beat behind it.
0: I'm saying possibly like CD. C D yeah. C.
1: yeah. I think C because it's not the worst of the pack.
0: And like I said, when you then compare it to the original Delicate, the original Delicate is,
1: oh, superior, is more sure.
0: superior. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that C is a good place to put it. Next remix is the "You Need to Calm Down" Clean Bandit remix, and this is probably the worst <laughs> Taylor Swift remix ever. Like, I the cover is horrid. I've always hated the introverted color. I remember on the old iPhones when you used to click, <laughs>
1: click the home time. button three yeah. <laughs> times, and I
0: just used to freak out. I just I I remember when the cover came out, and I know lots of people as well, when the You Need to Come Down official cover came out, lots of people didn't like it as well because it kind of looked like that, you know, the fear that lots of people have where they are scared of lots of holes close together
1: right yeah yeah. apparently it
0: gave people those vibes that tattoo so lots of people didn't like it anyway for that purely on the cover i was like oh no this is not great and then the actual remix itself awful i just Mm. it doesn't add anything it just plays around with the vocals and adds a beat that just doesn't seem to fit
1: i saw a lot of people saying that it gives it more summer vibes but to be honest i think the original you need to calm down has those already And this one, I think it, I don't know, it sounds very forced. I hate the um, va- uh, vocal modulation, like yeah. where they kind of pull Taylor's vo- um, voice downwards so it's much deeper. Oh, yeah. I, don't know, I really don't.
0: Yeah. And again, I think it's quite disappointing because Clean Bandit, again, are kind of well known yeah. um, music producers, writers, creators. And I think, again, it's a shame that this just doesn't they didn't add any life into it if anything they took the life out of it
1: i i do agree with you i know there's probably people out there who absolutely love it which is fair enough but for me i agree and it's something that i listened to back in the day once and i listened to yesterday to do this and that was it and i don't think i'll ever listen again i think god yeah we're coming there So for me, we're going from one bad remix to another. Next up, we have Love Story, the J-Stacks remix. So this was a remix done back in the day, but shamelessly promoted by Big Machine last year, At a similar time that Taylor was releasing Taylor's version of Fearless. So that adds insult to injury. But yeah, I really don't enjoy this one either. Again, I had another listen and it seems very dated. It feels... Like a typical remix from back in the day. I mean, obviously, we have to take into account it was originally done, you know, back over 12 years ago now. I don't know. I just I really don't. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy the echoes throughout it. I wouldn't listen again.
0: And it takes a really long time to actually get into the song. It almost takes nearly a minute before like the song Taylor even is heard. And it just it it is very two thousand and eight nine club and just True. yeah like you said feels very dated and um, I think we have talked before about how Taylor's songs kind of timeless and they don't when you listen back to kind of original songs from the you know 2006, two thousand six eight nine ten they don't feel dated and they don't feel off their time this remix in particular sounds dated it just sounds. 2008 9 and it really hasn't stood the test of time and doesn't add anything to love story in comparison to love story obviously love story is way superior yeah i'm thinking
1: yeah i really didn't enjoy it i it really like you said it took love story's essence and sapped it right out so Yeah. yeah
0: So the next remix is the Ready For It Blood Pop remix. And much like the Delicate Sub remix, I really, really love this remix. I think that, again, it changed up the vibe of Ready For It and added the original is kind of this big, bombastic, kind of powerful kind of song. Whereas this one adds more kind of a more of a delicate vulnerability. I think at the start with the like <clears throat> at the start of it and then towards the end with the guitar it kind of right. adds a really kind of soft like beach vibe i really really love this remix It
1: strips back certain parts that are really well placed especially the beginning the intro and the outro so yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree you really enjoyed this remix yeah
0: it, yeah definitely I, I agree there as well the kind of intro and outro yeah it feels it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, in the miss americana netflix film where taylor's singing the vocals already for it yeah it kind of feels a bit like that i just it feels very um, intimate in and a a cappella. Yeah. yeah i really really like this remix and i think that Blood Pop did a really, really good job of it.
1: Adding a beat drop at the right points, it, yeah. it really works. It really does. It does.
0: So where are we thinking? Are we thinking S, A?
1: It's somewhere between that. I'm I'm scared to put into S just because I really reserve it for that, you know, top tier stuff.
0: I think A. Uh, I, I think I think yeah, I, I think, think it deserves A. I think it does.
1: Next up, we have another remix which includes a collaborator. So in this case, this is Long Live Taylor Swift featuring Paula Fernandez who is a Brazilian singer. This remix was done back in the day and was featured on the Taylor Swift World Tour live CDs that were published in Brazil and I really do appreciate this remix. I haven't listened to it loads over the years but I listened to it again and I really enjoy Paola's voice. It's really really amazing.
0: I really like that Taylor collaborated with um, an artist that um, doesn't sing in English. This is a, kind of the first and only time that she's really done that um, and it's interesting that they chose Long Live It's weird that Speak Now didn't really have many remixes and it's interesting that Long Live was kind of a single but only really in Brazil. It's a bit like with Getaway Car only really being a single in Australia. But no, I do really like this remix and I like that um, it kind of adds a new voice and a new perspective on the song. And yeah, I think that it definitely deserves to be ranked well.
1: I think we should bump it up as well because it is one of the only songs where Taylor sings with another woman artist that they have a full verse yes that they have their full moment on it
0: i think lots of people forget about this song i think that it, in brazil is well known but i think kind of internationally it's kind of forgotten about a bit and other than from fans that were kind of around during the speak now era there was a song with another female artist where they got a proper verse so no i think that definitely it deserves to be ranked reasonably high where are we thinking c
1: b i'm thinking b just because yeah. of that and i also really do appreciate um the translation work that was done for the song, because it's difficult to translate a song and kind of keep, keep it... Keep its like, essence. Make it make sense, but yeah. also like, all you know, rhyme and, and and sound good. The last thing about this song is, do we think there could ever be a re-recording of it?
0: Yeah, possibly. I think maybe... I think there's definitely not off the cards. I think that there is a possibility that it could be, again, maybe just to promote In Brazil again. I don't know how likely, but purely because it's not really on many streaming services. Um, no so I don't know if it's again that well known um, or there's much of a demand for it they never performed it live together it was performed live but like Taylor was kind of a yeah on a screen uh, (laughs) on a screen yeah okay so going from a remix that was really well done and really well thought out and lots of time and effort was put into translating and creating the remix to one that personally I feel just doesn't live up to anything at all we are now going to discuss the willow 90s trend remix what is your opinion on this one
1: as a remix itself i don't mind it it's okay i mean i wouldn't go back to it however the debacle surrounding it with its producer is really not good really unprofessionally done on his part of course and it really taints it (laughs) <laughs> in yeah. my opinion
0: I personally I didn't really get much of a kind of 90s feel I think, oh no I, I, think I guess
1: it, it was a bit more of a dance feel to yeah. it but not really like
0: I just didn't it didn't synth. scream 90s to me like and also I think yeah by this point I was kind of getting a bit sick of Willow <laughs> remixes because this was like the last one yeah uh, I just I don't know I, and then obviously all the stuff of the producer you know supposedly telling us when the next album was coming out and all this stuff about selena gomez and which was obviously a bunch of lies and he had to apologize for because he was then sacked apparently i think that really then tainted it as well and also it's
1: it's funny because uh the remix itself is unlisted on taylor's youtube page and she deleted the instagram post that announced it so
0: that's very interesting I wasn't a huge fan of it by this point anyway, because, like I said, I was kind of feeling a bit burnt out with <laughs> different willows, yeah. And they were slowly getting more and more kind of... Like, they just felt like there was just less light. It would just felt like, oh, okay, here we go. They Here's all kind of one.
1: blend into each other yeah. in a way. I-, I get that, yeah.
0: And this one just kind of was the final, like... <laughs> Nail in the coffin, and then obviously all the stuff with the producer. I just kind of was like, no, I'm not feeling this at all. So where are we thinking this one? I don't think it's like in comparison to you need to come down and it's the not
1: a bad read, love it's...
0: story one. Yeah, it, it's not bad. I just think that in comparison to, I don't think it deserves to be in C. Not when no. it's and but I don't think it deserves F. So I'm thinking D.
1: D. yeah, I agree. Once again, we have another collaborative remix up next. This time we have Lover remix with Shawn Mendes. Now, when I look at remixes with collaborators, as we've mentioned, I kind of look at, do they bring to the table what the original artist has already put on the table? So with Bad Blood, it's something that I think Kendrick kind of got that level perfectly, amazing songwriter, amazing rapper the long live remixes we've discussed the translation work and the singing amazing with lover sean was always going to have a hard time because lover is such an amazingly crafted and written song the songwriting on that song is just like top tier so it was always going to be hard after it had been so well established and kind of like live up to the previous lyrics that were being replaced
0: i agree with everything you're saying i think the uh Lover is such a strong songwritery song that having to kind of match that I think is hard for anyone.
1: The moment of the remix, I did listen to it a few times, but since then it's kind of in for me at least, it's kind of like died. Like I haven't mm. gone back to it.
0: Yeah, I think that yeah. I quite like the backing track on this right? version. Mm-hmm. I think that this is quite cool and it and obviously it was released around Christmas, has a slightly more Christmassy feel to it. But personally Sean I feel like Taylor's and Sean's vocals the effects that's put on Taylor's voice really clashes with Sean's because that wasn't put on Sean's vocals
1: right um, yeah and that's true. I feel like
0: the vocals just they it seem you know it you can tell that they're recorded at different times recorded in, in totally different stu- you know that it just doesn't feel like succinct it doesn't like kind of I don't know there's kind of a bit of a kind of cut between taylor and sean and sean's verse and his added bit of the bridge personally i don't think stand up to the original the titanic lyric i find quite cringe i get why he did it because of the kind of rose and jack
1: yeah and the drama of it all yeah
0: but personally i just don't think it really is very pretty i
1: think there's a nice parts to it i do like the part of the goal in the story has always been you yeah And Sean's vocals at the end especially are really, really good. Like, he does sing really lovely. But, like you said, I think a big thing of it is, like, the clash between Taylor with the vocal effect and the original version, really, and then his vocals that have been added. And you can kind of tell that they've been added on top, you know? Exactly.
0: It does feel quite Mm. kind of spliced together. Definitely not S, A, or B. Oh, no. I'm possibly feeling maybe C or D. And the reason I put it in C is purely for its backing
1: yeah I, do I, quite th- like, I think I do quite we should like stick track. it yeah we should stick it in c because i don't think sean does a bad job his vocals like i said are amazing it's just so difficult to stand up to taylor's writing on that i think song. yeah
0: lover is like one of taylor's like best written songs and even she says how proud she is of that song and how proud she is of the bridge so i think that yeah whoever she brought on you know it was gonna a, have a tough it was time. a tough competition to try and match yeah. that Okay, so the next remix is the Love Story Digital Dog Remix, which was a re- released obviously around um, Love Story's original release and promotion during 2008 and eight and nine. I don't really have many feelings towards it at all. I don't really love it or hate it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, again, a bit forgettable. In comparison to the other Love Story Remix that we've already spoken about, the J-Stacks one, I definitely do prefer this one. Then I feel like it does show its time. You know, it, it's kind of dated once again. We kind of get that beat behind. I would save it from like the F tier because the bridge I did actually enjoy. It has a nice little beat drop. It goes quiet and she sings the the bridge part. Yeah. Um so I I do I did enjoy that part, but like you said, I don't have any animosity towards it, but I don't have any love towards it either.
0: Yeah, same here. I'm thinking D, I think that yep. it doesn't deserve F because as a remix, the the person uh the Digital Dog they do quite a good job of it being a remix, especially of its time, again it does feel dated, but it's not horrid in comparison to <laughs> the "You Need to Calm Down" remix. Right, right. So yeah, I think D.
1: Next up, we have one of the more recent songs and remixes. We have the "Message in a Bottle" remix by Fat Max G. Now, this was released only a few weeks ago, really, and I don't know how you feel about it. For me, it was personally just a little bit not needed.
0: I, yeah, don't I don't feel the need for it. Yeah, like, Message in a Bottle, I know that it's doing reasonably well in the States on the charts, but I just felt like this remix was just pointless. Like, Message in a Bottle hasn't officially been deemed a single. It's not officially being promoted, really. It just feels so pointless. The thing with that I thought, when this remix was kind of initially discussed and you know, rumoured and announced, because I do feel like with the Message in a Bottle production, that it feels like it could go a bit further. Um, I've mm. always felt like it could kind of hit a bit more and the chorus and the verses could kind of be more distinct and have more of a beat drop. Um, so I thought, oh, okay, this remix is probably going to add that, but it just didn't. It played around with Taylor's vocals horridly. The back, the it is so clubby, but not even in a good way. This is what it's intended. It is a remix. I totally understand that. But personally, yeah. in my opinion, it just mm. doesn't live up to anything. I have listened to it once didn't really enjoy that listen and i just like you said i feel like it's just pointless it was barely really yeah. announced or promoted and it seems to just it just seemed like i don't know it just didn't seem like it had much of a reason
1: i have seen people that have enjoyed it which obviously again everyone has their own opinion and for some people it could be really really cool rem- remix because some people might not enjoy the like very very poppy almost bubblegum pop in a way, vibes of Message in a Bottle, the original version. But for me, again, yeah, I I do enjoy Message in a Bottle, like the original version. And I don't think this was really, I won't go back to it.
0: No, no, I I don't really like it at all. I really hate what was done with the bridge. I really, really hate the vocal changes that were done. I really, really don't like those. So personally, I'm feeling like, I don't think it, I think that because Willow's 90s trend, as much as I'm not the hugest, biggest fan of it, yeah. I,
1: do,
0: I think that it's better than this.
1: So right. I'm possibly okay. thinking F. Yeah, F, right. I just don't think that this is as bad as that. Like, I could listen to it again, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Whereas I really, if I have to listen to the J Stacks remix of Love Story again, it would be <laughs> a day too soon.
0: Exactly. So
1: if there was a tier between D and F, Exactly, I'd put it Like there. the E, F somewhere. something yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. I guess we can stick it in. We you want to stick D? it in?
0: F? Shall we put it in D? Because like you said, okay. I don't think it's that. But yeah, I think yeah. If there was a category in between, I'd shove it there. Okay. So next we have All Too Well, um, ten minute version, Taylor's version, Sad Girl Autumn version,
1: recorded at Long Pond Studios.
0: Yes. So oh, it's has the longest
1: name. <laughs>
0: longest name ever. But um, this I do really like. I think that personally, mm-hmm. I feel like I wish a bit more, more in the backing track a little bit just because you know a very slow sad 10 minute song can feel quite long and yeah. this one does feel longer when the 10 minute version of ulti world doesn't feel like 10 minutes at all like it no, flies it's by
1: so amazingly produced yeah did by it, jack
0: yeah it's just
1: it, so well done
0: it is so so well done whereas this i love and i love the vulnerability and the kind of brokenness of this version mm-hmm. but i do personally feel like it it feels quite long 'Cause it's just yeah. so sad. Like it's just so sad and so kind
1: of It is it is difficult and... to listen to at times because it is so sad. <laughs> they, yeah. Well, they is what they intended to do, the Sad Girl Autumn version, and I do think they did a good job with that. They definitely yeah. enhanced upon specific points of All yes. Too Well and Taylor does an amazing job as well with the vocals, uh, vocals on the yeah. So I think this um, deserves
0: to be yeah. ranked higher. Um, but personally, Definitely. I don't feel like it deserves S in comparison to all to yeah. all 10 minutes. No, no. this personally doesn't.
1: Um... No, I will always go for yeah. a 10 minute version yeah. like Jack produced. It's just so well done. It
0: is so, so well done. So I'm thinking maybe A or B yeah. for this one. I-
1: I'd go for A, to be yeah. honest with you. I think it is a really well done. The video is amazing. Aaron on piano is amazing. Yeah, I think we should we should go for it.
0: Yeah, I think A is a good place for it. I think that it is a really beautiful version.
1: Another more recent remix is the one that is up next, which is the Love Story remix, this time done by Elvira. It's funny because we've seen a couple of Love Story remixes and now this is the most recent one. And for me, this is definitely the best one.
0: Oh yeah, definitely the most superior one. I think that, yeah, Elvira did a really good job of kind of making it feel like a remix, but feeling like Love Story... I think that it doesn't change it up loads. but It it changes it up
1: just enough. Just enough
0: and not in a kind of horrid vocal difference and horrid horrid club feel. It feels like a kind of, you know, just a more poppy version of Love Story.
1: Yeah, I think she took it and she did a really good job with it. I really, really enjoy it. I have gone back to listen to it a few times. Yeah,
0: when I've got the CD CD on, I let it play. I don't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely put it up high.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm thinking... I don't feel like A. Yeah,
1: because we've got a lot of amazing contenders. Yeah,
0: so there. I'm thinking B. I think B is a good place for it.
1: Yeah, I think so as well.
0: Next, we have the Wildest Dreams rehab remix um, back from the 1989 era. And I love this remix. I personally... I know I've banged on about like the songs just feeling like a club song and there being no difference, but this... <laughs> I think because Wildest Dreams... Is kind of slower and kind of more like sultry. I think that this version is really cool, and this one feels like a kind of you know a more club but done well, personally. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was about to say it's it's like a club version but like a done well version. Of yeah, that. like you have different kind of beats going on, the bass drops at the right times. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I, of, I, I do feel enjoy like it, it as well. It feels
0: like a workout kind of gym version.
1: Right, I think that it right. works.
0: I think it works quite well in that kind of feel.
1: Yeah, so I, I think they did that... a good job taking a slower song and making it like a, a faster kind of thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm feeding, I probably would rank it because there was a period of time when I used to listen to this version over actual Wildest Dreams. Now I don't because okay. what well, the original is so much better and Taylor's version I prefer now, obviously. So I'm yeah. thinking probably I'm thinking B. B. Yeah, yeah, that's what you I'm thinking You can definitely as well.
1: shove it in there. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have another Willow remix. We have the Moonlit version. How do you feel about this one?
0: Again, I just don't really feel anything about it. I just think this version didn't really add anything personally for me. I can't really, it doesn't really stick out.
1: Stand out. Hmm. at all i think the remixes for for willow were done with specific purposes in mind yes and if there are kind of these shifts in like the the background music that people enjoy then that's great but for me i will always turn probably back to the original willow yeah willow
0: original stands strong i think yes for me it, it like i said with 90s trend willow is the more superior the original and with moonlit which willow is more superior as well i feel
1: yeah yeah
0: it's either c or d
1: i agree i was thinking middle of the road just because it's not like memorable but it's not terrible like it didn't ruin the song in any way kind of didn't you know it doesn't it doesn't feel horrible when you listen to it it's just kind of that i'm
0: thinking c maybe so next is another Willow remix, and this one is the Dancing Witch remix by Elvira. So how do you feel about this one?
1: Yeah, so here's another remix by Elvira, and I must say, I do enjoy her remixing. I really like this one. Um, out of all of the Willow remixes, for me, this is the superior one. Yes, I agree. Um. Though Willow was done dirty, and it, it deserves much more, but this one is my favourite one. So I definitely think we have to put it much higher than the previous other two. And yeah, I really enjoy Elvira as a as a producer and a remixer.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that Taylor, for her, obviously, at the end of Evermore and then into Taylor's version, has used her a lot. And then also, obviously, she's used her for Girl at Home, Taylor's version, which isn't technically a remix, kind of could be seen maybe as one
1: yeah it's difficult to classify because obviously the original girl at home is kind of like a demo it is in the demo i think it is
0: the demo yeah yeah
1: so the reimagined one which we spoke about in our episode where we reacted to all of the taylor uh red taylor's version tracks it kind of was shifted because there wasn't much love or anything too memorable about the original mm. girl at home so I kind of think we could classify that one more as, like, what it was supposed to be but never was.
0: Yeah. yeah no,
1: re- I... reimagining, but not really a remix.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, yeah, it kind of is but kind of isn't in a way. Mm. For me, it does feel like a remix, purely because, I like, I didn't hate – I was kind of impartial to Girl at Home. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. No, I yeah. Never. So for me – I didn't I mind it
1: at all. I quite yeah. liked it,
0: actually. Yeah, me too. I just – it was all right. Like, you know, it was – you know it's not taylor's best song ever but it's definitely not her worst i was slightly confused by the girl at home remix or or girl at home taylor's version originally i just and even girl at home taylor's version i don't really have much strong feelings about but no but back onto willow where are we putting it are we thinking b maybe
1: yeah i'm thinking b because i think it should be higher than the other willow remixes we've kind of chatted about with this next one we're throwing it right back with the you're not sorry csi remix Now, just as with the Love Story remixes, for me, this one, you can really feel its date, and uh, I just did not enjoy it. I don't know about you, but... Yeah,
0: I totally understand its purpose, and I think it's quite nice. Obviously, Taylor was a huge CSI fan, and then they used this song in one of the episodes, and obviously they changed it up, kind of fit with the crime scene, and it does feel like that. It kind of has that darker crime scene-y vibe, and it's quite nice. I don't listen to it really at all.
1: No, if I wouldn't I'd listen to it. probably, <laughs> probably
0: listened to it about two, three times the entire time I've been a tennis it. fan. I think it served its purpose. It was nice as a kind of bit of a remix for mm. the um CSI, a bit like with Killing Eve with the look what I make, look what you made me do. Um, right. Yeah. But, but I don't I don't really feel anything really to it. I don't think it deserves F because I don't think it's awful. So I think maybe D again is a good yeah. place for it.
1: Yeah, it would be like a loadie for me. Yeah. But I I don't know about you, but yeah. It's just, it was there. It was a moment in time. But it really was that moment in time.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think, I think for me more because i'm like oh taylor really wanted a song on csi and that was like yeah of, i think that's it's why sweet I, I see the quite, it's slightly nostalgic so next is the lover first dance remix and before i give my opinion on it what is yours i'm intrigued to see what your opinion is
1: okay maybe we're gonna go into controversial territory here but no i i love it i think it's really really okay, good yeah
0: me too i absolutely love it okay
1: yeah. <laughs> you scared
0: me i wasn't sure whether you were gonna say because i feel like some people aren't too sure about it but i really really love yeah. this version
1: the strings are really mm. beautiful it is it does what it says on the tin you know what i mean yeah. it is a first dance remix and it is i know a lot of people in swifty fandom who are going to be using it as their wedding song yeah and um yeah i think it really fits with that it you know vocals again beautiful song mm. amazing and the strings really really enhance yeah, it the
0: kind of intro i really love the intro um mm-hmm. and i think yeah it kind of it does have that kind of I really like this version, and I like that this was kind of the version that Taylor performed for the Artist of the Decade performance. Yes. Yep. And then um, when she went on Strictly Come Dancing in the UK, she performed this version because obviously, obviously that's a dance show. So I think that mm. in comparison, obviously during Lover's promotion, the Lover Shawn Mendes remix and the Lover first dance remix were used alongside Lover, the song itself, to promote the song. And I think that in comparison to the Shawn Mendes remix, this is definitely superior personally i still do love og album lover
1: i agree with the original i do because it's it was very intentionally produced the original with you know the band behind it and it kind of already sounds like a a wedding song yeah Yeah. i do think she enhanced it with the first dance version but yeah i think i'd I'd go with the original Yeah. yeah
0: so are we thinking a probably
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it deserves it. Next up, we have another collaborative remix, which in this case wasn't an original Taylor song, but the song Gasoline by Haim. And they brought Taylor onto the remix, and she added some parts to it, and I really enjoy it. I really, really love this song.
0: Me too. I really like this song, and and the way that Taylor sings is not really a way that we've heard before. I quite like the kind of vocal effect that they added, and I, I think that Taylor massively enhanced on the song gasoline i think when i go back i'm quite a big haim fan yes. so when i go back and listen to the original i'm like oh it's missing something taylor with the strike a match that she added um over the bridge it just kind of adds yeah. this kind of more intensity to the song and i think that i'm so glad that haim and taylor kind of collaborated again together and again on a song where there was more distinction in between haim and taylor whereas on nobody no crime yeah if you weren't aware of Backing it probably, vocals it would be yeah they're backing vocals. So it's quite nice that Taylor got um a verse and then kind of you know shared and um, bits of the chorus and then shared bits of the bridge. So now I really like Gasoline and obviously then it was released for Record Store Day and had its own 7-inch vinyl. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of given a bit a bit more of a life in comparison to some of the remixes because it's interesting how some of them are given life and they others like and the,
1: that's it. Yeah. like the
0: message in a bottle remix is forgotten about that you need to calm down remix is forgotten about whereas mm-hmm. things like the love of first dance all Too Well, um, Sad Girl, Autumn are kind of given Bad lives. Blood. Yeah, Bad Blood, mm. yeah, the ultimate version. And this one was given a bit of a life. Heim really kind of pushed it and promoted it. I think they were really excited to get Taylor on board. So I think that because of that, this one deserves to be ranked higher.
1: I'd even go right to the top, but I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah,
0: I was thinking maybe S or A in comparison yeah. to its original. How we did it with yep. Bad Blood was that... Yep. It like, yeah, it
1: enhances Taylor's vocals and, and bits that she adds lives up to the original turn. obviously i guess our opinions are a tiny bit skewed because we are taylor fans yeah big heim fan as well so yeah you can say more than i can i I would i would
0: happily put it in s i think that it deserves it next we have the cardigan cabin in candlelight version and how do you feel about this one again i'm slightly impartial to it
1: I definitely do like it as a remix. For Cardigan, we only got this one. It was definitely not like a a flood of all of these Willow versions. (laughs) Uh, But I do enjoy it. It's nice. It's stripped back.
0: Yeah, it adds more more of a softness, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. In comparison to The Willows, I think that this is stronger than all of The Willows for me personally. I
1: agree. This one I do
0: actually listen to sometimes. I think it really
1: fits... Cardigan, I think they did a good job changing it, but not too much. Yeah. But enhancing it so, you know, Taylor's vocals at certain points get their spotlight. Again, I think I turn more to the original than to this one because Cardigan is an amazing song. song.
0: Yeah. And also, this one didn't feel so much like a cash grab and a chart grab in comparison right. i think the thing with the willows to be quite honest yeah. is that by like number three it was like okay well this is clear Another what the intentions willow, are right. yeah. yeah you know this isn't because you really like this remix and you want to give fans a different sound yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like you know you're pushing for that number one which you know go for it with cardigan this one didn't feel so much obviously again its intention was that but it didn't feel as felt right, it's forced as the willow ones the willow ones yeah. started to feel a bit forced so i think that this one deserves to be ranked well above the willow ones yes i'm thinking maybe a
1: yeah because i I do think it's quite nice yeah next up is another song that we have spoken about previously in our everything has changed episode this is the everything has changed remix version which basically gives ed sheeran an extra Part of the verse sung by him. And it also adds amazing drums in the background, amazing little vocal voices in the background. I absolutely adore this remix.
0: This is the everything has changed. This is the version that should have been on the album. Ed should have I got a full so. verse. i'm so glad we got this version this there's no doubt where this is going this is going in s
1: for me it's because it's it took all the best parts of everything has changed and like the music video version and the live versions and kind of like put it all together and came up with this really beautiful studio version
0: yeah i think that yeah i totally agree with everything you said and this deserves to be an s rank next is the lonely uh, willow remix and again like i've just kind of said i don't really see much of a difference between this one and moonlit feels i don't know i think
1: we've made our our opinions on willow remixes in general quite clear of course there are certain differences between them but because they were so they were released in such a small span of time i think they all kind of bleed into each other
0: a distinct is the dancing and 90s trend they're the only two that i can feel slightly these two blend into each other and even 90s trend starts to blend in a little they all kind of blend yeah. into one i feel like i think that we've mentioned before that the ultimate willow remix that everyone wants is the grammy remix like, yes it
1: is if the that one. was here
0: that would be s tier if that i think was it was an official remix that would probably be s tier but
1: i think it would yeah and i have to mention here that while i was listening yesterday to all these remixes i did feel like they did willow dirty um so i kind of went on a search as i do and there is a version like a remix version done by a fan that kind of takes the grammy portion of the song and makes the whole willow remix grammy version so if any of you feel like we do i do recommend checking that out we will link it over on our instagram but it really does such a good job and I just wish there was a official remix of that because the drums in it, like the kind of like rocky guitar feel of it, oh,
0: yeah, it's so good. Because that, like we've said with the other remixes that are really, really successful, it keeps the essence of Willow but enhances on Hanses. it yep. and it gives you a different reason to want to listen to it, whereas Moonlit, Lonely Witch and even really 90s trend and kind of Dancing Witch personally yeah, don't give sad. me much of a reason, there's no, it doesn't give me an incentive to go back in comparison to Like the Seb Delicate remix or the Ready for It Bloodpot remix, you know, they give me a reason to want to go back. Yeah. Hmm. So this one, I'm probably going to suggest D. It's not awful. It's not awful in any sense. No, no. But it just doesn't scream. It's not very memorable. No. So I'm thinking D.
1: Next, we have the last collaborative remix, which is the latest one that we got and the reason that we're kind of doing this whole episode, which is the Joker and the Queen remix. I think that this remix works because what taylor brought to the table was amazing such a good verse it extends the metaphor of like the playing cards theme that's going on obviously taylor's writing is on par with ed's which is great her vocals everything amazing and that mv which was just so much nostalgia
0: yeah that i think i totally agree taylor did such a good job of keeping the metaphor of the deck of cards amazing credit to her songwriting unlike with Shawn Mendes that kind of didn't really keep up with the yeah and I think
1: he did he did do a good try as a songwriter but yeah if we compare them you can definitely see a difference between how thought out Taylor's writing is yeah. especially for the Joker and the
0: Queen. Yeah, I think in in some sense, she almost added more metaphors and imagery of car playing than Ed did originally. She that really, second verse.
1: Yeah, yeah, in
0: the second verse, she really, really enhanced on it. And like you said, the music video was just, I absolutely love that they brought um, Jack and Ava back for... Yeah, from the everything has changed video again felt so nostalgic and I wish that Taylor had kind of acknowledged I know that she has obviously posted on her Instagram story and then hmm. shared something on her YouTube but I really wish that she'd kind of because her songwriting is so good on it I think that it's a shame that she hasn't really kind of pushed it enough and Ed and his team are really pushing it and it's recently gone number one in the UK which I'm really excited about but I feel like its life could have been so much longer and had so much more of an impact maybe if it was released a week or so earlier. And I feel like there was more hype around who it was going to be, who was, whether Ed Sheeran was actually going to say that Taylor Swift was officially on here than its actual eventual release. It, it's a
1: shame because it it is such a good song. Like it mm-hmm. is, it has that, you know, perfect... Perfect um, lover, thinking first out loud, loud. Thinking out yeah, loud. Yeah, it really has that kind of vibe to it is a beautiful, beautifully written song originally. Taylor brought a beautiful verse to it as well. And Ed and Taylor's collaborations, unfortunately, always seem to be kind of overlooked, which is such a shame when they're so big. There's such big, amazing songwriters.
0: I just feel like I wish it had... I totally understand, obviously, Taylor's kind of on a break at the On a break moment, right now, yeah. But I do really like this song. And I do think so do in comparison I. to its, the original, this is better.
1: Yeah, um, again, I think this is one of those cases where we have an enhanced version of a song. I guess it's because it's so recent and I do really love it. I take it right to the top.
0: I was thinking that as well. And the thing okay. is I feel bad because I'm like, oh gosh, I know all too well, it's kind of below it. But I yeah. do I think in terms of remixes, I think we're doing it in terms of like the remix itself.
1: Yeah. How much um, it brings to the table, table. not the I song think, itself.
0: No. I think as a remix this it's really kind of Top. Okay, last but not least is the Lakes original version, the orchestral version. And this one could possibly be deemed a demo because obviously this is the original way that the Lakes were supposed to sound, but it was kind of released as a bit more of a kind of remix. So that's why Mm. we're deeming it as one. How do you feel about this version?
1: I think we discussed this in our year end episode last year. I did enjoy the Lakes orchestral version. However, I think this is something that we mentioned. For me, it was a bit overcrowded. And yes. Taylor did a good job stripping that back and yeah. choosing to go for what ultimately was on the album.
0: Yeah, totally agree. I totally agree. I think, yeah, this is really nice and I really like the orchestral elements, but I did feel like it felt really kind of yeah overcrowded. I think Taylor did a really good job of stripping it right back um, mm-hmm. to the version that was put on the album that is more superior, in my opinion, to this version.
1: Yeah, um, I agree.
0: But it's quite, what is quite interesting obviously is that for Records store Day this year, the um, Taylor Swift release is a seven inch vinyl of the lakes with the original version. it's the B-side. So I feel like that this song's gonna get another bit more of a kind of a life again.
1: yeah, um, a bit sure. like with
0: the kind of gasoline remix. And I do think it's quite a random thing to I didn't really expect that at all. I was Neither expecting did I. I was expecting like wildish dreams seven inch or um, something off of red. Um, yeah. I wasn't really expecting to jump like almost three albums back.
1: Exactly, considering um, how folklore right now is three albums ago, it's yeah. strange for her to to kind of bring that back. But it is a beautiful version, and I think it will be, like you said, boosted and uh, appreciated quite a lot through the record today um,
0: release. Yeah, I, released, I think yeah. it's because obviously the lakes was never really a single in itself, and I think what, no. w- what would have been quite nice is maybe if Willow had 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 been the possible. Record all day version and then obviously we would have had a kind of Willow single whereas obviously already yeah. got one.
1: Willow but, um, with the side B being the Grammy remix. Grammy remix would
0: yeah would be the
1: <laughs> ultimate
0: version. But no, um I do like this version, but like like we've how we've been doing the others in comparison to its original, I understand mm. why the original was released and I do prefer that. So I'm thinking possibly B.
1: It is really beautiful and really well produced and does enhance upon parts of the song. Yeah. But it's not like I love it, love it, like with the things in A and and S.
0: And S, yeah, yeah. I totally agree.
1: So with that, we have classified all of the official remixes that we had on our list. And it's interesting to see how at the top, all of our S uh, songs are remixes that include collaborators. Now, I did have a feeling that this was something that was going to happen, at least on my part, because I do think that a remix, you know, produced with a different production can really enhance a song, but always bringing in that other voice can really change the perspective of a song. Yeah, and I definitely. think that's, that's what happens with the ones that we've got in S. really.
0: Yeah, and even, again, this is obviously not a remix, but just in terms of perspective change, from that's when the original kind of unreleased demo to then the one that was put on Taylor's version, by adding Keith Urban, it adds a totally new perspective and a new kind of look. Yep. And I think that's the same with Bad Blood, Gasoline, Joker and the Queen, and even Ed Sheeran just having an extra bit of the verse. It just does add a kind of new just a new feel to the song.
1: Of course, this is something that doesn't always happen. In our opinion, as we as we can see with like the Shawn Mendes uh... and the uh...
0: Long Live version.
1: So, looking at this chart, is there anything that you want to change? Something that you want to say before we close it off?
0: I feel like maybe some of the ones towards the bottom feel like they need moving around a little. Love of Shawn Mendes be moved down. And okay. Maybe then you're not sorry also be moved down.
1: Right. So you're thinking you're not sorry into the F-CM. F Yes. Right. I can get behind that, because I think it's the nostalgia behind it, but taking it as a song, not even as a, the the song, but as the remix itself, I don't think it enhances on You're Not Sorry, really. No. Okay, and then with Shawn Mendes...
0: I think move Shawn Mendes down again.
1: D, right. I think
0: when, when I was looking back and thinking, ooh, I just feel like that's there. I think that deserves D. I
1: feel better. like it hasn't stood the test of time.
0: No, not well. in comparison to Love Her. Yeah. And then I feel in A, I feel I just feel weirdly bad about All Too Well being in A. And also, obviously I love Delicate set, but I understand why yeah. it is in A. <laughs> but I don't okay. know. I think All Too Well deserves to stay in A. I think it's fine, but I just feel like yeah. I'm just like, no, I love All Too Well 10 minutes so much, but I think in terms of remixes Remix, exactly. Then the original yeah. is personally stronger. So I, I'm quite happy with that. Are you happy with all the placement and you want to move about?
1: Yeah, I'm happy with those changes. I'm happy with that. To be honest with you, my favorites are right at the top i do agree yeah. with you with the delicate one to be honest i do think it is a con- a big contender to go into Yes, i really do yeah. like if there was kind of like a middle part of the tier where we could kind of like place it i'd yeah. place it because it is one of the remixes without a collaborator that does enhance and even give a new perspective to the song which is what we discussed changing its vibe i agree but i'm i'm happy with what we've got yeah
0: me too i'm happy with the final placement okay so we've come to the end of this episode and just as a reminder obviously these are all our opinions and they do not take away from how you feel about any of the remixes but if you do have opinions that are similar or different to ours please let us know in the comments or over on our instagram because we'd love to hear them so thank you again for listening and make sure that you follow us over on our instagram at Swiftly Spoken